The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. Flakes are in for game day. Chance for you to win more Clint Black tickets and Lisa Hartman Black today. They're coming to Alberta Bear Theater in December. I just happened to have the TV on last night when the uh, NBC National News came on. And uh, Lester Holt's a great anchor, very personable, likable guy. And I remember when I used to laugh at my dad, when my dad would yell at the TV when the news was on because he didn't like what they were talking about. And last night, they're talking about some national things. And then the next story was the heat in the Pacific Northwest. Let's go now to some guy named Miguel. (laughs) <laughs> and Miguel, Miguel with with the the deadpan face on his look, like he was standing outside an emergency room and doing a story on somebody that was involved in a traumatic t- traumatic accident, and we didn't know if that person was going to pull through. Temperatures in Portland could reach near one hundred degrees uh, today, Lester. Well, guess what? More traumatic heat through the weekend. You'll have to find your cooling centers heat advisory, and then Portland, Monday's high is 85, so we'll send a reporter to a different part of the That's country. Right. There you go. <laughs> and See? then that will be the scorching heat. Uh-huh. It's not any different, people. It's not climate change. It's not global warming. It's July and August. It gets hot here sometimes. God. U.S. government has proposed to Russia that it release... Basketball star Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan in exchange for imprisoned Russian arms dealer. That's a bad trade, folks. That's a bad trade. You see how they make trades in professional sports? And like the email we got with Brittany Griner. She broke the law in the country she was in, plain and simple. You know what Paul and I don't do in Mexico? In fact, what we're very careful not to do when we're in Mexico? Break any laws because right. because we know that the prison system down there is not something to be messed with. Heck, we had a couple guys pee in a lagoon one time, and it cost them several hundred dollars. Stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Great American Hill Climbs this weekend. And on their Facebook page, uh, I didn't know this. It's the 104th Great American Pro Hill Climb. And also, you were wondering what motorcycles look back look like in 1918. Mm-hmm. On their Facebook page, they've got a little uh, movie clip of some of the bikes from back in the day. Oh yeah, yep. But they've got uh, they've got a playground, and kids ten and under get in free with a paid adult. Well, that makes sense. You kids today don't know what play playgrounds were places to be murdered when Paul and I were kids. My grade school, you had the monkey bars, you had the rings. Uh, you just had the bars that were something you just put your knee over and twist around, and all that was on top of asphalt. There were no soft places to land. We had the old steel merry-go-round. <laughs> Hand sanitizers. Uh, yeah. None of those. No. The playground equipment got washed and sterilized in the winter when it got 30 below. Other than that. Mm-hmm. It's like I always said about 
those balls that were in the playground at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! If you did a DNA test on one of those <laughs> things, folks, <laughs> sick. Well, and you think about how careful most people are now with hand sanitizer and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But any snotty, gross kid in there, sweat, oh, yeah. snot, and oh. whatever else fell out, all over, all over. Yep, all over. real easy to stay out of trouble uh don't break the law it's real easy Mm -hmm. don't break the law you're fine man the world and opportunity is right there and open for you if you don't break the law if you do you're gonna have trouble if Brittany griner wouldn't have had cannabis and drugs in her luggage she'd be fine yeah yeah she'd have played she'd have been home Everything would have been fine, but she broke the law over there. And as much as I hate Russia and everybody else does, we don't get to pick their laws. They're not interested in your opinion of how they do things. Right. You know, that's why there's different countries. If you like their laws, then you move there. Specifically, all you people that were going to leave the country if Trump won the election. And why, why haven't you gone? Exactly. You don't get to pick and choose which ones you enforce. That's part of our problem with our judicial system. Look at our border. It's a federal law. You're not allowed to come into this country undocumented. Mm -hmm. But the Democrats got open borders. Mm -hmm. We don't like that one. Well, they didn't change it. They didn't pass a law to do it. They just, we don't like it. That's right. That's what they do. That's how they're changing the government. We have the same jerk in Montana, the judge at Michael Moses or whatever his name is. I see he just ruled on the election laws. The Constitution says that the state legislators make election laws. That's it. The Constitution, the founding document, that's like being in front of God if you're a U.S. citizen. That's what matters. That's it. That's the only thing that matters. Michael Moses doesn't like that. So he ruled that you can pre-register to vote before you're 18. All right, Michael. Well, tell you what, you jerk. Then why don't we let people smoke pot then before 21? Mm -hmm. Or why don't we let kids drive at 13? Why don't we do that? The Montana legislature set the rule. 18 to register to vote. Michael Moses doesn't like that. The Constitution says state legislators and legislative sessions make the voting election laws. That's it. That's the Constitution. I don't care how you feel about it. You don't have that authority. The Constitution, folks, is the final word. It has the authority. That's it. He doesn't like it. So we block that. I don't like it. So we had all of our legislators, Mark, all of our representatives from around the state and all of the senators and the governors. We went through the whole 
process. We had hearings. We had debates. We had a vote. Hundreds of people from all of their representative districts around the entire state of Montana. They discussed it. They voted on it. The vote went in favor of this rule. It was passed. It was signed into law. But Michael Moses says, I don't like it. And so he stops it, puts a court order out. You can't do it. But he did it. Liberals, liberal progressive nuts who defy authority, who defy the law, who defy the rules of the government, who defy the rules of the Constitution. It's always their side. How Mm. come? How come it's always their side that defies law and the Constitution? Always their side. That's true. We all believe that legislatures should make the laws. That's it. And we don't like a lot of the laws, but we obey them. We have to. That's the law. They don't. Why? Why are these radical progressive, and we're the extremists, by the way. Right. The extreme right. Right. The people that want to follow the Constitution. They want to follow the law. (laughs) You're just extremists. You think our borders should be closed? You're an extremist. The law says it's supposed to be closed. You're not supposed to get in unauthorized. You got There's a right way and a wrong way. You can't get in the wrong way. Now, don't pay your taxes. <laughs> because that's one I choose not to follow. That's right. Don't, don't pay your taxes. That's a federal law. And, and just tell the, look, I don't have the money. So don't pay your taxes and see if the Democrats will enforce that law. Mm-hmm. Hmm? See if they enforce that one, because that's where their power comes from, is money. They enforce that one. Michael Moses. And the libs know where their friends are. The libs know where they have important people in important places. And they go there all the time. All the time. Because they know that that crooked judge won't rule based on the Constitution. Won't rule on it. At all. Doesn't care. We've seen it over and over again. We've seen we've seen Malloy do it. We've seen Moses do it. Well, and to show you what kind of a whack job he was, his woman was the one at the Emily Pennington thing that turned around and said, shame on you at the family. <laughs> for trying to for trying to let their daughter graduate from high school. It's uh it's wrong, folks. I want to read this to you so you know. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, this is really important so you know. Judge strikes down election law. Struck down the law preventing anyone who turns 18 before election day from getting a ballot before the birthday. Finding it infringes on young Montanans' rights to vote. You don't have a right to vote in Montana before the age of 18. It's very clear. Judge doesn't care. Michael Moses, Yellowstone County District Court Judge. Michael Moses. Wish we could throw him out. 
ruled in favor of a coalition of youth groups that challenged. The youth groups, Mark, they challenged the law. Your kids can set curfew at your home, folks. <laughs> youth groups. <laughs> Dad, the youth groups <laughs> determine the laws now. Dad, I'll be home by 3.34 well, in the morning. We're, uh, we're a group called Kids Under 16 for Libs. <laughs> and we think that this... So he voted in favor, though. They're making the laws now. So, folks, the youth group... Let me... let me. I want to put this out there so you know what kind of jerk judge this is. The youth group has more power than our state legislature. Boy. All right. This is what this looks like. The youth group, more power than our state legislature. Youth groups challenge the law. The group includes Montana Youth Action, the Forward Montana Foundation. Is Young people's participation in democracy is essential. Yeah, it is. But you have to be 18. That's the law. Why don't we let third graders vote, sixth graders vote, 16-year-olds vote? Why don't we let them drive? Because we have laws. You have to be 18. Pretty simple. Restricting access to the ballot is obviously wrong. According to Kirsten Iwai, executive director of the Ford Montana Foundation, they are not restricting them. When you have eight, when you turn 18... You have access to every ballot. You can vote in every election, and they encourage it. That's the law. Now our newest voters can get involved at the earliest possible opportunity because they'll have a level of access to the ballot as all other Montanans. That's great, but you're not allowed to do it until you're 18. <laughs> Mark, what don't they get here? I, 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 don't, I don't know how we can do it. I don't know. And somebody's got to take this to a higher court and get it overruled. Why Why don't they? Why don't we have somebody who is 20 run for president? Because the law says you have to be 35. That's the law. Well, what if Michael Moses doesn't like it and he wants somebody at senior high to run for president? Hmm. I'm going to overrule that law. Well, you can't. But they do. This is what they do, folks. Spokesperson for the Secretary of State, who was a defendant in this case, didn't comment on whether they would appeal to the Supreme Court of the state. House Bill 506 was passed at the end of the session. It prohibited voters from receiving or turning in a ballot until they reached the voting age. Folks, let me read that to you one more time. You cannot turn in a ballot to vote until you are voting age. Good rule. Michael Moses and the Democrats don't like that vote. They don't like that bill. Well, why? Well, first of all, they have control, folks, of the educational system. They can indoctrinate these kids early 
And they know how they're going to vote by 17, don't they? Yeah. Are you a drink-slinging, food-serving expert? Then the Blue Cat Bar and Grill wants to talk to you. If you're an experienced bartender that doesn't drink on shift, great in the kitchen, a team player, and can think on your feet, this is the job for you. There's day, night, and weekend shifts available. The Blue Cat Bar and Grill, small-town hospitality that feels like home. It's a lot like being at Cheers. Apply today at the Blue Cat Bar and Grill, 139 Northern Avenue in Huntley. Ask for Pam or Randy. The bill prohibits voters from receiving or turning in a ballot until they reach voting age. You can't drive a car, folks, until you reach the age. You go in to buy a drink. They look at your driver's license and your ID card. If you're not... 21, you cannot buy a drink. We have task force that we set out in the area to make sure everybody is in compliance. And we have a law in Montana, you cannot vote before the age of 18. Michael Moses and these youth groups think that's wrong. You should be able to do it before you're 18. No, the law says you can't. Defending the law Legislators argued that it's necessary to ensure that only qualified electors are receiving ballots and then mailing them. But Judge Moses noted an earlier form of the legislation would have allowed these voters to submit ballots in advance of their birthdays. But that one didn't pass, Michael. We also had some laws out there that would have banned recreational marijuana, but they didn't pass, did they? No. So we have recreational. So that one was okay. That's a great way to rule, folks. Just think, we have a judge that rules on something that could have, should have, or would have that they were discussing that never even passed through the house, but he liked that one. So that's how he rules. He found the version of House Bill 506, the legislature ultimately passed this is what he said arbitrarily subjects a subgroup of the electorate to different requirements and irrationally forecloses an avenue of voting available to all others in the electorate no it doesn't because that subgroup is not 18 yet and that's the law you have to be 18 he found that the law failed to meet the requirement that it be narrowly tailored to its rationale in order to avoid unnecessarily infringing on the fundamental right. Folks, you do not have a fundamental right to vote in Montana until you are at 18. Is there anything else that is more black and white than that rule? No, plain and simple. Same thing with driving, same say with drinking. Why do we have ages on everything in Montana? And he doesn't believe we should have the age on voting. We have ages on everything else, don't we, folks? We have age on everything else here. We have age on pot. We have age on voting. We have age on driver's license. We have we have all we have age on when you can get Medicaid, Medicare. We have we have ages on everything. But he doesn't think there should be an age parameter, obviously, on voting. The youth groups challenged to the election laws was consolidated last year with two other cases brought on by whom? The Montana Democratic Party. Sure. The Montana Democratic Party did it because it's to their advantage. If I was a judge, you know what I'd say? 
Democrats can't vote till they're 35. Because that's when you start turning into a more conservative person. What if I ruled that and the law says, no, they can vote at 18? What if I said, yeah, but Democrats can't vote till they're 35? What if I said that? People, People would say, well, that's just ridiculous. Look at how foolish that sounds. Well, he wants them to be able to do this before they're 18. Before they're 18. Crazy. And they know who to go to. So, hopefully, our Secretary of State has enough Gnucci's that he'll appeal that and take it all the way to the Supreme Court, if need be, so they can tell them, look, state legislatures make the law. It's in Article 2 of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what you do. Crazy. And then there was Joe Manchin yesterday. <sighs> I, did, I didn't even have to read the article. And you know it's bad. Anything, anything with Manchin and Schumer in it. You know it's bad. It's bad for us. Dirty pool, folks. This is what goes on behind the scenes. Dirty pool. They're going to come up with some kind of, they're going to call it the Inflation Reduction Act. The Inflation Reduction Act that's going to spend, that's going to spend a quarter of a trillion dollars of government money. That is an Inflation Reduction Act. It's a joke. It can't pass. It's going to drive us into more inflation. Anything Schumer has his paws on, it's dirty. This is the action, according to Schumer, that American people have been waiting for. It addresses the problems of high health care costs. What? I thought Obamacare did that. <laughs> you Democrats all passed that one uh-huh. in 2010. And our health care costs skyrocketed, didn't they? Your insurance premium skyrocketed, didn't they? Chuck? Joe, you addressed all the high health care costs. Remember that? That was a that was a trillion dollar deal. Didn't do it, did it? No, it didn't do it. We're gonna call this measure the Inflation Reduction Act. There's provisions aimed at helping Americans cope with rising consumer costs. Manchin's opposition for months and months, but they were able to work out a deal with him. It dangled tax hikes on the wealthy and big corporations and also put in environmental clean climate change ideology for the environmental progressives. What what does that have to do with fighting inflation? They threw that in the bill. It'll invest. Whenever they say invest, that means <laughs> it will cost you. Uh-huh. For new technologies for carbon-based and clean energy programs while reducing methane and carbon emissions. Hundreds of billions of dollars, they say, will go to deficit reduction. How how's that gonna happen? How can you spend how can you spend two hundred and eighty-eight billion dollars and get deficit reduction? Has there ever been anything, folks, in our U.S. government that has reduced our deficit? Our deficit is climbing every day. I can go to the clock. I can look at it. Our deficit is not going down. It's going up. He said, Manchin said, this tax policy, listen to this. This tax, so there's new taxes in here. The tax policy will protect small businesses and working class Americans while ensuring that large corporations and the wealthy pay their fair share. Once again, 
Here we are. The wealthy are not working class. <laughs> Why? God dang it. I know. Here we go again. You people, you high income earners are not the working class. You're not workers. And people put up with this bull crap. Mm-hmm. Labeling. Stereotyping. Right. Uh, creating class envy in the country. That's what they do. Wealthy. If you have money, you are not a worker. You're not a hard worker. You're not a member of the working class. You don't know what it's like to be working class if you've made it. If you're 65 and you busted your ass your whole life. The wealthy will pay their... And by the way, where did that come up with? Where in the tax code... Folks, you do your taxes. I do my taxes. When you look on the list of how much you owe, where does it say in there, fair share? Where does it say on there, your fair share should be fair share? Where did that come up with, folks? Who decided what the fair share of taxes was going to be for people? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm? Who decided that? They did. Liberals, Democrats, they're the ones again. We're the extremists. Fair share. Fair share. They have determined, Judge Michael Moses, people like this, they've determined that if you folks work and you make $100,000 a year combined income, you and your wife bust your ass every day, get up early, they've decided that your fair share would be $40,000 of that 100000 should go to the government first. That's fair. They think that's fair. They said that's a fair share. Who came up with that? They did. A fair share. Big businesses, folks. Let me tell you. Let me use this. I've used this the other day. I'll use it again. The Senex Refinery out there in Laurel. The Senex Refinery. You know how much money they pay into the Laurel School District every year, folks? Hmm? They're the largest taxpayer out there. Yeah. Millions. Who determined that that was fair? Oh, it's not fair. Because you know why? Because they put a refinery there and built a booming business that provides a life for hundreds of employees mm-hmm. out there. Who also who also pay more than their fair share. Right. Who, who make good livings, who can raise their families, who aren't re- sucking the government nipple. And and so we tax the living hell out of them. Their property taxes are over a million dollars. Why? Look what they do. Look what they provide. Look at the service they provide. Look at the jobs they provide. The money that they provide. Mm-hmm. How is that fair? Fair share. That's Democrat terminology. Fair share. Join the Roadside Event Center in Huntley, Saturday, July 30th, as they team up with the Montana Pro Rodeo Hall and Wall of Fame to host a meet-and-greet bronze statue event with world-famous bareback rider and Montana's own Deb Greeno. The Deb Greeno and Dan Mortensen bronzes will be on hand to buy raffle tickets for and to purchase outright. The doors open at 6 p.m. with a meet-and-greet at 7 p.m., followed by great live music from Jared Rogerson Band at 8 p.m. For more information, visit RoadsideEventCenter.com. The overall proposal now is far more modest than the $3.5 trillion package that they wanted initially. 
Where, folks, this inflation all came from government money. They wanted to put another. We are heading for a massive, massive depression if that would have gone through. Mm-hmm. There's no way we would have survived. Then Congress, they parted down to $2 trillion. Joe Manchin insisted we have to shrink it more. He shot down that measure. They said their proposal will raise $739 billion over 10 years in new revenue. That's what they say. 313. And folks, why does the government need new revenue? Hmm? If we have a balanced budget and we are reducing our deficit, why do they need new revenue? Hmm? Because they aren't. The proposal would raise $739 billion over 10 years of taxes. All right? So almost $1 trillion in new taxes over the next 10 years. Don't listen to them when they say new revenue. What, what the hell? See, that's like fair share. Mm-hmm. New revenue. What do they mean by new revenue, folks? That's taxes. Right. But this is what the Democrats do. Excessive heat dangerous temperatures no it's hot it's right. 95 right no 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 this is deadly excessive new revenue folks is taxes remember that god dang it i'm pissed today new revenue a trillion dollars 313 billion so a third of a trillion dollars from a 15 percent corporate minimum tax that's minimum This would affect only billion-dollar companies or larger, according to Joe Manchin. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, whatever. Okay. 15%. So who are those companies going to pass that on to, folks? That's how it works. It's a tax crease on everybody that that does business with those companies. The consumers. Right. You pay it. The agreement also contains... $288 288000000000 the government would save from curbing pharmaceutical prices. $124 billion. You know what they're going to spend $124 billion on, folks? Beefing up the IRS tax enforcement. Tax enforcement. Over a tenth of a trillion dollars will go into tax enforcement. I thought we were reducing our deficit tax enforcement the measure will spend the measure is going to spend over a third of a trillion dollars on energy and climate change initiatives an initiative a climate change initiative a third of a trillion dollars climate change i thought this was called the Inflation Reduction Act. They're spending $369 billion on energy and climate change initiatives. $64 billion in federal subsidies, which is payments to people, mm-hmm. to buy private health insurance. Well, I thought Obamacare took care of all of that. See? Nope. There is, folks, there is never an end in sight to this. Never. That $306 billion, that would leave $306 billion for debt reduction. Well, if you wouldn't have spent 
739 billion, we wouldn't need that. They just spent 739 billion dollars. Senator Kirsten Simina, Arizona, who backed Manchin last year in insisting on making the legislation less expensive, objected to proposals to raise tax rates. So they may have Manchin, but now they may have lost her. She doesn't want to tax folks a trillion dollars in new taxes. She's still reviewing the agreement. Senator John Cornyn, Texas, Republican, said the Democratic agreement would be devastating to American families and small businesses. Raising taxes on the job creators, that's just what I gave you an example of, of cynics, crushing energy producers with new regulatory regulations, and stifling innovators looking for new cures is only going to make the recession and inflation worse. But if Democrats can hold their troops together, they can't stop them. If they have Democrat unity, they can't stop them, folks. They can ram it through because the Senate's 50-50. And Kamala Harris is the tiebreaker. Manchin said rather than risking more inflation with trillions in new spending, this bill will cut the inflation taxes America's are paying, lower the cost of health insurance and prescription drugs, and ensure our country invest in climate change solutions. Mm -hmm. So how come all of this money we're investing in all this climate change, how how come we don't have then what the temperature's going to be. Mm-hmm. What will this climate change thing do to our climate and our temperature? That's what we want. If it's a climate change measure, what temperature can we expect in five years? Give us the answer then. How much rain and what's the temperature going to be in five years now that we've passed this that will forever change the climate and take care of things? What is it? They won't... Get, it, they can't tell you that, folks. No one can tell you that. It will never be able to be predicted ever. No. But they're going to change it with legislation. Legislation could have changed the weather. If we would have only done that in 88, folks, so we had the drought up here. If we would have just passed something that would have addressed it, we could have changed that drought and the fires and the temperatures forever. Democrats, folks, answers for everything. Spending money, hurting families, ruining a once great nation. And the answer to all of our problems, the Democrats' answer, folks, for every problem that we've ever had, taxes and government programs. Yeah, That's the answer to every problem in America. Taxes and more government authority regulations uh, different programs, more bureaucracy. That's their answer. That will all change our weather. It's going to change our health in America. All of that. Band-Aids, money, power, control. That's it. That's the answer. Why do people need health care? The reason people need health care in America, folks, is because we've never had a government program to be able to provide it for you and lower your prescriptions. That's not why Americans need health care. Americans need health care because Americans are unhealthy. Why does Japan not need health care and why does America need health care? 
But folks, we can fix your weight and we can fix your physical activity and we can fix how you control your health and your body with taxes and a government program. We can fix that. We can fix the weather with taxes and a government program. That's how we fix all this. This is their answer to every damn thing we have in America. Government and more money from you and their control of it. You're being buffaloed. You've been swindled. You've been brainwashed. You've been indoctrinated. And you've voted for them. And you put people like Michael Moses in power in the judge chair that once again defies law. This is what you get. This is what you get. And where are the results? You never get them. Never get the results. But I feel better knowing that now that we are going to implement this program, if they vote, knowing next year there's no drought, I'm going wall to wall with winter wheat next fall. <laughs> knowing that we won't have any fires, I'm selling the fire truck. Uh huh. I now that they now that we finally have this program that will address the climate change, folks. Now that we have this one. There was an article today about the Paris Climate Accord. It's not working. People were pissed over there. They all signed it. It's great. It's funny. Remember, that was going to do it. Uh huh. That was going to do it. But now that I know that this is in, I'm eating Twinkies every morning on the way to work. I am, Mark. As you should. Paul. I am selling that freaking rowing machine. You know, I got on that. I start in October and I do that every night for 20 minutes. I'm getting rid of that. Because now that I know they're going to take care of our health, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Wall-to-wall winter wheat, I'm buying 1,700 cows this year because next year, folks, I'm having hay out the ass. We are going to have – the weather is finally fixed. Happy days are here. We finally got it, Mark. And guess what we're going to have on December 25th? Snow! Oh, yes. And the ski resorts are going to be full. Finally, a bill that will provide this. The cutthroat trout are going to thrive again in the rivers. Folks, Lake Mead is filling to the top next year. You know why? Because Chuck Schumer got Joe Manchin to sign on to this bill. That legislation that will create trillions for climate change legislation. We got her. <laughs> you know what icked. Mark, I've got to go home. <laughs> well, keep going. We, we, we might both be going home for quite a while. <laughs> I'm good with it, so okay. don't matter to me. All right. Good work, Wilson. That was awesome. First news coming up. Thanks for keeping us employed. (laughs) The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Events Center in Hudley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at.